When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A monumental day for this podcast. Welcome, and it's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock, and today, Bo Brock, we announce a new member of the squad. It just so happens to be a member of the Arizona Cardinals. That's right, a fan favorite. Uh, we got a playmaker in the crew, right? We got a guy that just is going to be nails when you call his name. 83 is going to be out there making big plays on the field for the Arizona Cardinals. And then he's going to be making big plays for PHNX Sports, PHNX Cardinals. Yeah, it's official. Greg Dorch is joining and a member of the All-City PHNX Sports crew. Second team All-ACC performer at Wake Forest. Multiple games last season. Look at this trading card, by the way. Fantastic work behind the scenes. Of 90 yards receiving in 2022. They had that 100-yard performance on monday night football against the 49ers probably the only guy that showed up to play that day top wide receiver at average yards of separation 4.2 yards that's a lot of space between him and and opposing defensive backs and then when passers whether it's kyler murray colt mccoy the magic man david blau marty mcsorley trace mcsorley uh, when 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 pastors target him, they uh, they get a paltry 107 passer rating. Greg Dorch is coming in the crew. Can I can I say real quick? I saw that stat, the 107, and I'm like, did the Cardinals not know that last year <laughs> with the targets he got and didn't get? And it's like, hey, our uh, completion percent, our passer rating is really high. It's, it would be among the league best if we continue to target 83. You know what? Let's just pump the brakes on that real fast. No, no, no. But we're we're super excited. We're, we're fired up in part because everybody's fired up. We knew folks would be excited about it because of just, you know, the appreciation that this fan base has for Greg Dorch, what he was able to do over the course of the preseason last year. I mean, it was this time last year where he announced himself as a legitimate threat for this Cardinal team and carried it through the preseason all throughout the course of the regular season, made the most of his opportunities. And this offseason, Bo, when this, when this opportunity presented itself and and you were proactive we were proactive in in making that happen it just he seemed like such a logical fit for this podcast because he's he's a dog man he's got the mentality that you want as a person as a player and he just he represents everything i think that phnx cardinals is and wants to be yeah i mean it was a the only thing that kind of kept him from really breaking out and, and he still did last season, you know, every, every opportunity that he got, he took advantage of was just, was ignorance, right? It, it was ignorance from the people that pulled the strings as far as who's on the field, who's going to play. And, and, you know, it wasn't it, it based in, Hey, who earned this? Because Greg Dorch absolutely without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt earned yeah. the opportunity to go out there and make big plays for the Arizona Cardinals. And he, and he certainly did. Uh, but we, I think that we were 
denied seeing more of that. And I th- hope, you know, Drew Petsing and Jonathan Gannon, and they seem like really bright up and coming coaches. I think that they're going to uh, take advantage of a, of a weapon like Dorch. I mean, to, he, he did it today, you know, right after we announced that he was coming and, and joining PHNX Cardinals, he just continued to do what we saw last year. And we, we continue to see through training camp this year is he just put a DB on skates and got about, I mean, we talk about, what was it? 4.7 was the league leading average that he, that he had of separation. He had about like, he had about a full football's length of separation between him and the DB when it was all said and done, just wide open catching the football. It's like, we always talk about why can't the Cardinals get like really great contributors like late in the draft and undrafted? Well, here's one that was just, it was a golden platter last year. Here he is, guys. I, granted, yeah. he was with the Jets first, but he came to the Cardinals in year two. Like, he's available, and, you know, I, I think this is going to be the culmination year for the appreciation of Greg, appreciation of Greg Dorch because I, I think it goes without saying, he, he plays bigger than his size. He's all-purpose, Mr. All-Purpose. He's I think he's going to return punts. He's going to be on special teams. And then, like, he is going to force his way on the field and I think he's going to make the most of this offense now that's going to take coverage with Hollywood Brown maybe Michael Wilson outside he's going to eat if he plays underneath I mean what he's been doing to defensive backs on the regular number one I asked you the other day like I don't think he's dropped a pass that I've seen so far during training camp and then just his ability to make adjustments on the fly with his body his body control in his hands it's exceptional work and you know, give Austin Ford and Gannon credit. I mean, they turned on the tape last year and they immediately said, yeah, we got to we gotta tender this guy, right? This is mm-hmm. not a over in terms of he had a pre-existing contract and they could have moved off of him or what. No, it's like they went out and said, we want this guy, 83, back in the fold and we want him as a part of all, our fold here at PHNX Cardinals, Bell. Absolutely, because you can tell that. I mean, it was, it was a topic that, that people were very passionate about last year when they saw the effort they saw you know the results and then they also saw him not getting the opportunity that everybody believed he deserved yeah and he became a fan favorite like overnight i mean you saw this guy make big play after big play in training camp on the practice field and you're like okay you know i'm going to reserve judgment until he gets out there on the field and then in preseason i mean he's catching he's he's getting physical with dbs he's making catches he's mossing defensive backs that and he's not you know a guy that's Randy Moss's size by any means but he's winning you know one-on-one balls that you wouldn't expect a guy like Greg Dorch to do he did everything that was asked of him and and more than that and he was just he transcended just being a training camp darling I mean he became a legitimate you know player in that wide receiver room that you know we thought was going to be all about DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown where I think you know, the big story was was Greg Dorch along the way. And to hear him at the end of uh, with the exit interviews, we didn't know what his future was going to be. We knew he was going to be an RFA. And it seems like it's a slam dunk for anybody to make the decision to bring him back. But, you know, he was transparent about, hey, were you were you a little discouraged? Were you a little upset with with, you know, how you were used in you or the lack of utilization last year and, and he wasn't he didn't sugarcoat things so he knows what he's capable of and he wants the opportunity and I think you're right like if it's again if if the same situation haps happens that did last year this year you know I, I think that the coaching staff is going to have the the foresight to put him out there yeah because I mean we all have preconceived notions with draft picks and we feel like that was the case maybe with the prior regime we got to play the guys 
that we drafted high just to get them out there and they've got stock and, you know, so on and so forth. And it's just like, no, 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 this undrafted guy, he's one of your best playmakers in maybe the most loaded position group last year. Uh, I wanted to get to some of these comments here because uh, we appreciate the love you're showing not only to the show, but to Greg. Jonathan in the chat, great character guy. I'm excited to see him on the show, as are we, Jonathan. Um, ben Cork, was Dorch the first Monty sign? It was one of Look the- Look at Jonathan's ones. avatar, by the way. That's beautiful. That's the it, bird gang till I, till I die. Fantastic. We love that, Jonathan. Thank you so much. Next locker. I think mine is uh, on my doorstep right now. Just came in. I took advantage of that 50% off Hang sale. On, oh, no. Johnny, is he's left the set. <laughs> and he is Look going and grabbing came today from our friends <laughs> at the merchandise locker. I can't wait to crack it open. I told what you what the hell sure. is the packaging on that? This is this is extra padded packaging. Are you kidding is me? That, it's were I, they going to throw I, it like a Kyler Murray spiral at your doorstep? <laughs> like did they not even stop the mail truck as they delivered that? They threw it to me like I was Dorch like I was getting <laughs> I was adjusting my body and I caught it down here and I I was making cuts in the cul-de-sac. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, KK in the chat. He's like Buddha the way he plays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a great comparison to me. It's like, he is somebody that emphasizes toughness on and off the field. How many times last year, by the way, in like the preseason and the regular season, you know, he would take a shot and we're like, all right, well, I, we, that's it. We we've seen Greg for the, for the rest of the game. He won't be back. He's, in, he's back like next possession. He's back like next series, yeah. right? He comes back on the field. It's like, when guys are young and they're hungry and they're out to prove something and this guy, no matter you know what opportunities he gets, and that's how Buddha plays, even though, you know, he's one of the highest paid safeties, fans can sense that guys who want to go out there and make the most of your opportunities. And we've certainly had a lot of Cardinals over, not currently, but over the past decade plus that have taken, taken for granted the opportunity that, that they have at hand. Maybe they're super talented. Maybe they were a top draft pick. And it's just like, Fans can stick that out. You don't love football. And that's the opposite with Greg Dorch. And he is willing to make the most of his opportunities. Yeah, right after a preseason opener against the Cincinnati Bengals, he has a knee contusion, I believe they said. And he missed the practice. And he was back yeah. out there. I mean, yeah. that's the type of player that you that you want and is easy to root for. And, and uh, we're going to give you more insight to the human Dorch. We're going to light the Dorch, whatever you – I mean, it's, it's, it's legit what we've got coming your way. Uh, Greg Dorch going to join the PHNX Cardinals here sooner rather than later. Can't wait for that to happen, Johnny. Um, okay, so there's a preseason game on a week from Friday, right? Right now, you can't get any prop bets yet, and I, I think Greg Dorch will probably play in that game against the Denver Broncos. However, at BetMGM right now, I pulled it up before the show, you can bet on Arizona Cardinal football again ahead of preseason action. Denver Broncos on the 11th of August, come to State Farm Stadium. Cardinals are a two two and a half point underdog at home in the preseason opener. Uh, so minus 110, you can get the Cardinals plus 120 to win Jonathan Gannon's debut against Sean Payton's debut. I'm all over that, baby. Give me the good vibes. <laughs> what, can, what, what better vibes could you get? I know it's not a regular season game, Bo Brock, than JG beating Sean Payton and knocking off this rust at home where the Cardinals can't win a game. I, I love to see that. So what do you think about my plus 120 bet at MGM? It's preseason, man. I mean, you're a degenerate, but I love it. Uh, it's it, And it, it seems like, I mean, I think that JG and his staff, they're going to have, I, 
when you when you think about what wins preseason games and, and mm-hmm. what is Baltimore still running that stupid like uh, win streak? streak? Yeah, are yeah. they still streaking? Are they yes, like twenty one plus? Uh, it, it takes depth, right? I think what JG and crew are doing are, are creating depth uh, from top to bottom, from one to ninety. And you're going to see some guys in there that are hungry and are going to be playing until the final whistle. And, and that bodes well for somebody that's got some that's dabbling on a preseason game. I, I can't believe that. I mean, I guess I, I don't know what the plan is. I'm going to have to check in with our guys over at DMV Broncos. What the who's how long people are going to play, how much we'll see from from good old wash Russell Wilson. But uh, I like it. Let's do it. Let's hammer it. Let's get I together and, and, and connect arms and, and just in solidarity, bet on the same thing. Dylan Richards in the chat, our guy. Cardinals and take the over. The over-under, by the way, if you're interested, 36 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking that, too. I'm also taking you all to the BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. Every single home and away game during the regular season, we will be there. In the meantime, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. So right now, go download it. Use bonus code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our folks here in Arizona, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. So if you're thinking, I want to bet on the Cardinals, I just don't know, bonus bets will help you out. Again, on BetMGM with PHNX is your promo code. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to our guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Getting some uh, news, breaking news from our uh, our GM, and it sounds like first time we'll catch up with new member of our podcast, Greg Dorch, will be Saturday. Ooh. So stay tuned for more details on that. Of course, that's the red and white scrimmage that Jonathan Gannon said they are going to be full go, full bore on Saturday. It's not going to be one of those low tempo days. The team has off tomorrow, and then Saturday it's going to be out there at State Farm Stadium. So. Uh, you want to make sure you're tuning in to this podcast as we are going to be live again post red and white scrimmage uh, this Saturday. Mark it on yep. your calendars. Mark it, mark it up. And uh, in the meantime, how about you come out to BetMGM tomorrow and you sling back some four peaks with my co host and I? Does that Absolutely. sound like a good time? Sounds delicious. Uh, four peaks, obviously synonymous with the Valley. They've been doing it at a very high level, elite status as far as brewing beers. For 25 years, since 1998, they've been doing it at a high level. And uh, you got to check it out if you haven't done so for yourself. 8th Street in Tempe or wherever you find a watering hole around the valley. They've probably got Four Peaks, Kilt Lifter, their flagship, on tap. Plus the number one wow, uh, the wheat in Arizona. And wheat beer in Arizona is the wow wheat. Check it out. Or if you're an IPA guy or gal, check those out as well. Full product line, delicious beers. And also check them out on social media as well at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up the latest from Arizona's hometown brewery. Got to be 21 years or older to drink it. We also ask that you do it responsibly. I'm going to drink responsibly a couple pumpkin porters tomorrow. Uh, Nick in the chat, 
who will be the starting wide receiver? Great question, Nick. I feel it will be Hollywood Dorch and Wilson when K1 comes back. I I think that's the hmm. best group. I don't know if that's going to be the starting group week There's one against mission the Commanders. There. I think that's the best group to me. That's my favorite group with the most upside. I think I think Zach Pascal is going to start in the short term, and I think I think Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch are going to continue to battle. Bo, you're yeah. practice every day though. What say you? I was uh, yeah. I, when I talk about the omission, I think that Rondell Moore is is the guy that, that you left out there because as of right now, he is slot receiver one. He's yeah. the guy that's going to be. Uh, he's going to be the guy that's going to start the season there. But what you said, your quality, kind of what you said when K1 returns. So there, there's a long way to go. And Rondell there's Moore is, is somebody that we haven't uh, talked a lot about. He's quietly, I think, had a strong training camp. I was talking to Richard Sines of, of Fox uh, Fox 10 today, and, and we saw him make a couple solid catches. And he's just, I think that's just somebody, anytime they see the ball go his way, you see him make the play, and then you're just like, man, if, if he can just stay healthy, you know, he could put it together. I think Rondell Moore, that's the, that's the biggest if. Can can he stay healthy? Because you saw before he went down, you know, to end his 2022 season last year, he was putting it together. He was. They were finally kind of utilizing him uh, a little bit more. Uh, that was that was geared up to him to be successful. And I think Petzing even has a better idea of that as a true slot. You can see plays down the field and over the middle of the field that uh, Rondell Moore, I think, can thrive in. But then you also have to take in consideration he's, he's five seven, right? He's he's going to be take this game takes a toll even more so on a guy like that, you know. So there's going to be opportunities, I'm sure, for Dorch because history says so. Uh, Jalen Blair is Rondell Moore looking like trash or something? No, no he's not looking like not trash. at all. Here, here's J- I'll back Jalen Blair up though because I said this to Bo. The highlights that we see from media members at Cardinal Camp, those are the people that are making the plays more often than not. It's not like people are. It's not like Rondell Moore's clips of him exceeding a practice are just being omitted, right? I just feel like Greg Dorch when he catches a football, it's it's flashy. He's putting Buda Baker on on skates, right? He's he's making body adjustments. Michael Wilson, same thing. It's like. We we I feel like there's a little bit of a uh, a sense that like we have an agenda against or for certain players. It's like no, like Michael Wilson's having a great camp, right? It's okay yeah. to say that, even though he's a rookie, even though he was you know up and down at Stanford because of his health. That's okay. It's also okay to say that Clayton Tune is having a more let's just call it consistent camp than Colt McCoy because he's available to throw every day. So there are more highlights to be had, Bo Brock. Get that face out of here. <laughs> I was in the studio and give you a little slap on the slap on the shoulder for that face at me. You already right. yelled at me earlier this week. Let's talk about Clayton. We're Toon. not partial to anybody, but Clayton Toon, we we tend to be as biased as possible on this. <laughs> How did the quarterbacks like, look today? Quarterbacks, they they looked fine. You know, Clayton Toon uh, was out there. Nobody made any monumental mistakes. There was a pick to end practice. Johnny, do you want to make a guess who threw the, the pick to end practice today? I feel like if it was Colt, I would have heard about it. So was yeah. it Clayton Toon? It was not. It was Jeff Driscoll. Okay. Well, that no, no, no bigs, <laughs> I don't care right? About that no biggie. Uh, but no, I mean, Clayton Toon, I think there was a couple play throws that he wished he had back. Okay. Uh, he, he missed a little bit. Um, Colt McCoy, you know, ho-hum, just normal day at the office. He was throwing around. 
you know, I thought I saw some good velo for Colt relative to Colt throwing the football. Um, and, and we saw like I did today was one of the, the days I was started to pay attention to for like Rondell Moore. And I think he's got a decent rapport with, uh, with Colt McCoy and that's going to serve him well early out of the gates. Yeah. Um, but, I could see like, real quick. I could see Rondell liking Colt and this is not a knock on Colt, although it might sound like it because Colt's going to check it down a lot and Rondell is going to be there to, to catch the check down. And I think the argument for Clayton tune is, we want to see Michael Wilson and Hollywood Brown downfield. Can right. Colt stretch the field 25, 20, 30 yards? That remains to be seen in his old age. You know, 37 Colt McCoy might be, I'll just check it because he, that was his offense with Cliff Kingsbury. It was a lot yeah. of check downs to James Conner in the tight end. So I, you know, it's not a surprise that Colton and Rondell seem to be connecting. Yeah. KK in the chat saying Rondell's issues. One Cliff, uh, two injuries. I actually would put injuries even ahead of that, I, I think that he started was, was starting to figure it out. Um, Agent forty seven, Michael Wilson fourteen will be the wide receiver one by the end of the year. Um, I mean, look, we're still trying to figure out. In Hollywood, we talked directly to him yesterday. He wouldn't tell us exactly what was going on. What was keeping him from being a full participant in practice? I asked him, like, are you going to be? Would you anticipate being a full participant soon? He says, Yeah, you know, I'm on the right track. Just trust in the process with what they've put in place here as far as his rehabilitation from whatever it may be, you know, you see him and he's wearing one sleeve on a leg and the other leg is just shorts. Right. Um, so he's dealing with something that has to do with his legs. Uh, is it going to hamper him all season? It's, I think it's something to kind of keep an eye on. Right. Uh, but if, if he's not available, yeah, there certainly could be an opportunity for Wilson to continue to rise and take advantage of opportunities. Like, the way it stands right now, I think it's Hollywood, you know, your, your top wide receiver, your ex, and then, you know, on the other outside wide receiver spot, you've got Zach Pascal. Um, I don't, you know, I think he has the ability to play slot, but he seems to be vying for the second outside wide receiver spot. And then you got Rondell in the slot. And then you've got Michael Wilson, who would back up, you know, both Hollywood and Pascal. And then you've got uh, Dorch, who would back up uh, a, a Rondell Moore. Yeah, I, I think that's that's about what everybody ex expects. That's a solid group of, of five wideouts. If everybody's healthy uh, and the longer we get into the season, Michael Wilson, I think, is going to look less and less like a rookie. Um, more and more opportunities. It's It gets me fired up. And I Hollywood has everything to play for, too. It's, I mean, I think if Hollywood was full go, he would he would go. And I think, you know, play through injury at times, he's trying to make his money this year. He's trying yeah. to ingratiate himself with a new staff whereas you know would the cardinals sign up for michael wilson be in their wide receiver one if he looks like it because maybe then in that scenario they let hollywood brown walk they don't feel so inclined to, to re-sign him so they've got some they've got some decisions to make um but keeping it on the subject bo brock of the did you see matt's question though what was the question no i didn't see yeah. that what's up with trey trey mcbride so at least with hollywood brown we see hollywood brown out there He's warming up with the quarterbacks. Yeah. He's on the practice field. He's on the practice field basically all the way up until, you know, the, the horn sounds and then they split off and they're doing, you know, legit drills and they're scrimmaging. Hollywood Brown, uh, I'm sorry. So that's Hollywood Brown's case. Today, it didn't even see Trey McBride. Um, mm. and, and he was lumped in when JG answered the question a day ago saying, hey, they've got different nicks and bruises and, and they're dealing with their own stuff. 
Uh, didn't anticipate them missing a bunch of time, but we don't know what Trey McBride is dealing with, but it's kept him off the practice field. And that tight end position, they were already down Zach Ertz. They're down McBride. I think they were down at one point Jeff Schwaim, who wasn't a full participant in practice. He was back out to today. They had one point Jeff Driscoll running uh, tight end routes mm, for this good. offense. Good, good, good. They were down tremendous at the tight end position. So, yeah, definitely something to, to follow along with. We'll see what uh, – we'll continue to monitor what's going on with Trey McBride because Johnny hates to, t- hates to hear that. Is, is well, top I don't want to Rondell Moore. He's a huge advocate for Trey McBride, and it could be his villain origin story. If Trey McBride does this to him again, like it, we could see a dark side to Johnny Venerable. The the one thing that will cause me to turn on you is if you do not play games. Like you gotta you gotta <laughs> play. You can't not play Trey. I need you out there week one. We got some time, right? And Trey does not have an injury history, a, a robust injury history. But I mean, I we saw him last weekend. He looked pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I just maybe they're just let's just let's give him a little four day weekend action and then and then circle back Monday. I I, I hope that that's the case. Um, but yeah, I need. I mean. I've been going on every other show saying who's the breakout candidate. It's uh, <laughs> number 85. He, uh, he needs to practice. Um, okay. So the target, the targets look pretty good. What about the quarterbacks? Well, you had a chance to connect with JG today and talk about both Kyler Murray and Clayton tune. I thought they were very interesting responses by the head coach, Bo. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into the rookie quarterback. First and foremost, uh, Jonathan Gannon on the, uh, one of the most, probably the most popular member of the quarterback crew right now, Clayton Toon. He's doing a good job. Yeah, I think he's operating at a, at a high level. Um, you know, he learns a lot every day. It's every day is kind of, you know, just a, you know, a, a waterfall of information coming at him all over the place in the meeting rooms. It's awesome to hear. It's really cool to hear his thought process when he makes a mistake, like why he made that mistake, you know what I mean? Talking with Iz and Drew, the other quarterbacks in the room, what he saw, what he was thinking, what happened, you know. And uh, he's brutally honest. He says, yeah, I, I, I you know, messed that one up, you know what I mean? And that happens. It's good. Let's learn from it and keep going. But I like that he, he plays fast. He has command when he walks into the huddle. Uh, you see the arm talent, so he's got a long way to go, just like everybody does, but he's doing a good job. No, footwork's a little bit different, you know what I mean, how Drew and his coach that up, but, I mean, if you can sling it, you can sling it. So that the final part, so it was a two-part uh, video, and we just put it all together because uh, it, it was all about Clayton Toon. Yeah. And the final question about, you know, oh, the footwork and if you can sling it, you can sling it was basically a question from Josh Weinfuss. Like, is there any concern with Tune coming from an air raid style offense and getting more in a pro style offense? And, and JG said, nah, there's a little footwork. But other than that, if you can throw the football, you're going to be just fine. First of all, can I just say, like, I it, I love Jonathan Gannon. It bothers me how good a shape Jonathan Gannon is. Like, how is he in that good a shape? Like, his his clothes and his face look like somebody who's currently playing in the NFL. Have you asked Jonathan Gannon about how he stays so fit? It's no, unbelievable. I, I mean, there was there was the flight plan in Indy where it's like him and his coaches going to uh, to the gym at the wee in the wee hours of the morning. I mean, yeah. he, he doesn't miss a he doesn't miss a workout. And it's not like beach body workout like Johnny Venerable. It's not. Hey man, hey, let me just go get the, over here. The buys, tries, and pecs. It's it's no. I'm gonna My chicken legs. <laughs> Now, in all seriousness, you know, Gannon looks good as Clayton Toon looks good. I mean, to me, yeah. Bo, 
I we see the highlights from practice and he's ripping it. Is he going to miss some throws? Yeah, but I think for most fans, it's like, well, let give me the give me the excitement. I'll take the highs and lows for a team that is projected to have a lot of lows by the you know national media, external people. It's like, why would I? Why would I roll with Colt McCoy if it's just check down city and easy throws when I've got this kid who can who can really sling it? According to Jonathan Gannon, the the arm strength I, I think is what I believe is to be the most impressive because I did not think he he had this kind of arm talent when when he came out of Houston. What we've seen on display during during training camp now is it erratic? Yes, but I mean his his completion percentage, albeit at Houston, was incredibly impressive. Like he is not one of these reclamation projects that's maybe a runner before a thrower at times. And he's a one read quarterback. Like he, you go back and watch some of his games last year, he will go through two to three receiver sets and, and reads through his progressions and, and hit the open target. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I think he's going to have a monster preseason. I think he's going to have big robust numbers in the preseason that are going to lead to people like me and others clamoring for him to start. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that, but I think it's, I think it's going to be fun to watch. Okay. I mean, let's let's not ignore the fact that he said he's drinking from a waterfall right now. I mean, well, yeah, and, and from a me mental standpoint, but right. I, I think he's going to go out a there huge and just part play of this game. That's a huge part yeah. of this game, and and that's going to be the, the largest hurdle that he's going to have to have to get over in order to find the, himself on the playing field because that's where the edge that that uh, Colt McCoy has. I mean, it, it just is. I mean. For for Clayton Tune to go from from running a spread, it's not as it, I don't think JG meant to simplify it as much as he did saying, "Hey, you know, if you can sling it, you can sling it. You can play in the spread, you can play in the pro." Absolutely, with the reps and with you know the getting the knowledge of, of what you're you're going to be looking for. I think that's so important, and I think that's where Colt McCoy has a gigantic edge. And I think it gets a little tough because when we got you saying, I think that the Arizona Cardinals can surprise people. And then say, hey, like there's going to be a lot of tough times. Why not throw Clayton Tune out there? I think, like, if you realistically think that this team's going to surprise teams and and win games that they should that they're not expected to, I think it, it, the 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 most realistic way is if Colt McCoy comes in and plays like he did a couple a handful of times over the last two seasons, and he's getting the ball out quick. He knows where it needs to go into the playmaker's hands firing about 70% completion percentage because he did that at the NFL level, not against fucking Southern Methodists. Uh, it, it just, it's it's going to take, it's there, as far as he needs to just narrow the gap as far as, you know, as far as how he's learning this and how he's going to learn at the NFL. He's, it's brand new to him. And then he's also got to, to catch up to, you know, McCoy and, and narrow that gap. And I just think it's tough and it's asking a bit too much of a rookie quarterback. And then I'll have to say this because people think I'm I'm just being a wet blanket. I just I like I like what I see from Clayton Toon. I think I would be all on board of it, but I also think that it, it could end very poorly. How dare you besmirch Southern <laughs> Methodist? Uh we got so many Southern Methodist graduates in the chat that are just ready to unsubscribe <laughs> right now. Ben Cork, Bo with the hard truce. Um, listen, I Again, I'm of the mindset that if Kyler Murray is going to come back within the first month, that, okay, can we just duct tape Colt McCoy together and get through <laughs> two to three games? Let's do it. But again... Can I say this? What? Colt McCoy is physically fine right now. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not if you're taking a maintenance day every three days, you're not That's what. Fine. That's what it's about. 
If I if my car if I have to take my car in every three days to get an oil change, no, tell me it's telling me my car is about no, ready to go. Kaput. Absolutely not. It's like if you're you have a car and you know that your car has given you uh, issues. It's a lemon potentially, right? It is. And yep. you say, hey, if I drive this five days a week, it's going to break down on me. But if I sit in my driveway for two of those three days and I utilize public transit or ride my bike, get my lazy ass <laughs> off the couch, ride my Clayton Tomb bike. Right. It's gonna it's gonna hold up just fine. That's if I the, take that's, my moped. It's not. Hey, my car's broken down in the driveway. I can't I can't drive it. It's a piece of shit car. If I if if I do that, I'm not a serious person. I'm not a serious employee. I I want to call. I I need a reliable vehicle. Now my reliable vehicle is on the pup right now. So I should I should have got a, a rental car and a rental car named Gardner Minshew or Jacoby Brissett or <laughs> Joshua Dobbs. But I'm I, my moped. It, you know, I can't ride my moped every three, every three days. Um, I think I saw Kellen Mond was starting tonight for the Browns. So I think Dobbs is pretty well entrenched the backup there to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Although, didn't they take DTR? Yeah, so he's uh, probably first off the bench for the Browns. DTR belongs here with Tune. We should have taken back-to-back quarterbacks. That'd be electric. It'd be the best training camp ever if it was DTR versus Tune. Colt McCoy just not throwing it all. Uh, Hashir in the chat, Don Coriel, Hall of Fame walk. Yes, sir. We love Don Coriel here. Our guy Howard Balzer's got a little piece on, I believe, the uh, soon-to-be Hall of Famer dropping at gophnx.com. Do not miss that. Uh, Bo does have a lot of hard truths here. Here's another hard truth that I believe is happening for all the haters out there. Kyler Murray's coming back sooner rather than <laughs> later, and JG got to talk about the franchise quarterback today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh... A back and forth. Um, he he's 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 kind of a ball junkie. You know what I mean. He uh, he wants to understand the why of why is, why is Rallis doing that. You know why is Marco playing it that way. Why is this going on. You know what was that. A, you know different things. He wants to understand why would you call that right there. You know and I said well I don't know why Nick would call that right there. I wouldn't but. Um, I try to educate him on those things. He wants to know defense, you know what I mean? Good quarterbacks do. So, and he's very intelligent. So he, he understand. you can talk on, you can talk with him to a level of like, he's a coach, you know what I mean? Because he's smart and he understands. And, and it's also for me, really good for me to hear his perspective. You know what I mean? Is that hard on you guys? No, that's not hard on us. Or you should do more of that. Here's why it's hard on us. So it's just the back and forth of the quarterback position. And all those quarterbacks do a good job with that. I pick their guys, those, those guys' brains, you know what I mean? Because they kind of have the view of, you know, who we're trying to defend and make it hard on. You know, ask the people that you're going against what they think, you know, and uh, get some really good feedback from that. Tremendous insight there. You'd love to hear it. Uh, I, I, that, so the question I asked to JG there was, you know, you're out there on the practice field talking with Kyler Murray and, and you're having discussions while, you know, practice and plays are going on. Can you take us inside some of those conversations and any, you know, the press room gasped. They thought there's no way he's going to give us anything, probably just like PTSD from the previous regime. And, and Cliff really didn't give us too much insight on that, but I thought it was a tremendous answer. I mean, it's basically Kyler Murray can't help himself. He just wants to talk ball. Uh, and jo- Jonathan Gannon feels like when he's talking to him, he can talk to him just as he's talking to a coach because he's, his intellect is at that level and nothing's going to be over his head. And then they kind of, they just, they, they talk shop and 
Tyler, Kyler talks from an offensive side of the football and JG talks from a defensive side of the football and they, they trade secrets and, and that's fantastic. I mean, you love to hear that, don't you? Yeah, it's what Dylan says in the chat. It's the bromance of, of K1 and JG. It's the desert bromance that we've been waiting for that we thought we were getting with Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury. Here's here's some hard truths for everybody here. Kyler Marine knew how overmatched he had to, that, that Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury was as a head coach and his play caller. When you're in a division with potentially three Hall of Fame head coaches, Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll, and Sean McVay, and you're out there with Cliff Kingsbury, you're going to you're gonna shut down. There are going to be times you get incredibly frustrated, and we saw that on display all of last year. So now he has a, a football savant with his intellect matched in Jonathan Gannon, and he's trying to uh, absorb as much as he can from his head coaching. The best kind of learners or the best kind of people at what they do are continually trying to absorb and get more knowledge at that, more knowledge at that subject. This is not somebody that, you know, a big criticism of, of Vince Young early on was we had all this success, but he, he never tried to get better, right? He just relied on his athleticism too much. And I think a lot of people have painted Kyler Murray into that corner. Like, okay, yeah, he's capped, right? Wasn't there something Bo recently this off season, some, you know, guy from Fox sports said, well, Kyler Murray hasn't been better than his, his rookie season. He's been the same player every year while that's mm -hmm. garbage. That's mm -hmm. a narrative that's out there. Kyler Murray wants to ascend to the next level. And to do that, he knows number one, it's got to get healthy. And also he, he can't do it by himself. He needs, good football people, smart football people like Gannon and Petzing and Rollis to help elevate him there and educate him. Cause I, uh, we, I don't know if we've seen a humbled Kyler Murray, but we've, we've seen a, a Kyler Murray that desperately wants to be challenged by the people who are now in charge of the Arizona Cardinals football operations. And that was, did, did anybody think that Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime were going to challenge Kyler Murray? No, they were incapable of doing that. Right. They they borderline or no they enabled him right they made it as comfortable as possible and said hey we're gonna take we're gonna go out and get a coach for you that's gonna be able to coach what you've what you've been playing and successful at through high school and college and we're gonna try to do that at this level and then when things got tough and the league adjusted they said no we're just gonna try to continue to do what what we were successful at. And, and couldn't do it. They they didn't challenge each other. They didn't challenge anything. Where that's what this coaching staff's all about. Jonathan Gannon said in the interview process with his coaching staff, he would talk to coordinators, he would talk to coaches, assistant coaches, and they would challenge him on philosophies and schemes and all of that. And that's what this is all about. It's all it's iron sharpening iron as far as your football mind. And, and you love to hear it. And, and this is not a conversation that will ever make it out of, of this market, probably, unfortunately. Because nobody's gonna say, hey, that's gonna get me clicks, that's gonna get me views, that's gonna, that's gonna be the headline that's gonna grab you know, the bulk of a national audience, nobody, they, they have their narrative on Kyler Murray and they're not going to accept, you know, Jonathan, even Jonathan Gannon telling you right to your face. He's, he's at a coach level intellect and he, and he likes to talk ball. He's a football junkie because it doesn't say he's uh he's not a team player and he loves war zone. I want to, yeah. no, I don't want to see video game highlights. I want to see highlights from today's practice from my co-host. But before we get to that, I want to remind everybody, check out, our friends at Circle K. Somebody asked me in my 1993 Burger King Cup if I was drinking a Circle K iced <laughs> coffee. I wish I was, uh, but I'm going to go get one after the show because right now you can join their exclusive SMS subscriber club. Text PHNX to 31310 to get a buy one, get one free 32-ounce Polar Pop. I was filling up my tank last night. Couldn't believe how cheap the gas was, Bo. And then our friend Lindsay from the PHNX Suns greeted me 
as I was filling up my tank. Uh, premium gas, not a premium price. Buy one, get one free Polar Pops. Do it now with Circle K. Just never seen your boy on there yet. Uh, it's <laughs> a bit unfortunate. My dreams are on hold until that happens. Uh, wink. Face on those. <laughs> wink and Countdown, two of our new favorite products, of course. We love Wink and its sister product, Countdown, and the seltzer with a little bit of THC. Just a wink of it. Anybody with me as far as the THC that you're going to find in that seltzer? Of course, seltzers are just going crazy. You've got so many popular brands, and Wink is the latest to market. Uh, check it out. The perfect THC to CBD balance, that golden ratio, as they like to call it, is an equal dose of CBD and THC's laid-back friend who keeps the party from going off the rails. We all hate that person. That's too much at your parties and winks. Not that. Neither is Countdown. Uh, you've got the countdown available for you, 2.5 milligrams and 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink all at your Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. If you're down there in the old Pueblo, you got uh, 12 states now nationwide that are carrying Wink and Countdown. Get up for yourself. Try it out. Find the fastest way to get your hands on one. Go to Drink Wink. That's D-R-I-N-K-W-Y-N-K.com. Uh, I love this. Ben Cork, I'm getting my THC levels just right. Love to hear that. Also love this. Dylan in the chat, Joshua Dobbs starting tonight. That should be us. But instead, we're repping Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon. Bo Brock, producer Emma, cue the highlights from practice today. Let's take a look at this. There, there's the newest member of the PHX Cardinals podcast. There's Greg Dorch doing what he always does. Get he gets about 10 yards of separation there. Here's Michael Wilson, everybody's favorite uh, training camp participant, Hollywood Brown in the background. Michael Wilson, Christian Matthew, one of the favorite uh, matchups we've seen all camp. Here's, uh, I believe this is Rondell Moore going up against, I'm not okay, sure. Who, Rondell. I think that was Chris Boyd. That was Dennis, Dennis Gardeck with the old spin move on Paris Johnson Jr. in one-on-ones. I didn't Here's see Colt it. Here's Colt McCoy. that off the internet. Here's the guy that uh, Johnny Memorable <laughs> says. Oh, check down. That's a Rondell Moore catch. Here's a – that was Clay, That was uh, Colt McCoy. Nice little pass with some velo on it to Michael Wilson. Here we've got uh, Clayton Toon to Tyson Williams. Look what he does to Josh Woods here. Oh, oh no. Little Little juke move. And this is, uh, I wish we had the sound for this one because this one, James Conner taking the handoff from Clayton Toon, playing with most of the ones at the end of practice. Boom! Big, loud noise there. Big thump from the Cardinals. RB1, James Conner. And that's uh, your sights and sounds. You all right? Is, <laughs> is Carlos Watkins a giant man? All right? That's our best defensive tackle. It's getting run over <laughs> by running back. We got, listen, that, that position group. If, start, if Austin Ford's not watching this game tonight, he should be. Watch every preseason game. Get some D-tackles in here because that, that's a little troublesome. I love James Conner. I know he's capable of doing that, but, I mean, come on now. We need some help there. Um, a couple things stood out to me. Rondell, that was that was that that looked good, but those are the kind of plays I think he's going to be making is <laughs> five to seven to ten yards downfield. Somebody in the chat said that Michael cut clean. Uh, my, Michael Wilson cut was so clean. Jordan P. it was. It was, it was a thing of beauty. Um, I don't even care. He caught it with his body sensational. And he just, he is so physical and so physically imposing. I know he was at Stanford for like a decade. So of course, like he's been in the weight room, he's been working out the people. If you ask anybody his time in mobile during the senior bowl and Bo was there, he abused all the corners there, abused them. And so it, 
it is something to behold because the car, he's just something that they have not had. And so that's why in, people, including myself, have just gushed all over number 14. I just, I can't wait for it to translate to real football. And so everybody else can take notice. I just, I mean, his route running at this stage is, is very impressive. I mean, just how hard he can run, how he can finesse it a little bit, how he can dig, how he can change directions. He just really has a good flow to it and cadence. I, I just think that Michael Wilson is ahead of his, of his, you know, obviously his, his playing career as far as he's a rookie. I think he's, he's way further ahead than, than even some guys who've been in the league as far as his oh, route running. So. And of course, you know, the size, the physicality, the athleticism, it's everything you want. And, you know, we talk about adding Greg Dortch. Uh, Michael Wilson is a guy that is in the kind of having a, a Greg Dortch type camp. It, he really is. And, yeah. you know, whether it's tune in there, whether it's, it's Colt McCoy, they find a way to get, MW14, the ball. Uh, Nick in the chat saying, facts, Johnny, defensive line is getting pushed back five yards by the O-line every play. Well, you can take that one of two ways. D-line maybe is not very good, and Zavin, you know, had a tough rep there. I think the offensive line is better than people think. Bo, check out Bo's Twitter. They were mixing matching some peeps on the O-line. But I do think, are they going to invest now in another running back to help supplement James Conner? We're going to talk about that here in a second. But first, I want to remind everybody, Check out gophnx.com, the merchandise locker. No better time to become a diehard. Again, 20% off all future events. We've got an event tomorrow. By the way, it's free at BetMGM. We're playing bags. We're hanging out. It's our last first Friday. Check it out. In the meantime, pick up a free hat and or shirt from the locker, Bo Brock. Check out Howard Balzer's most recent work. It's going to be at the Hall of Fame game tonight. We love our guy, Howard, the PHNX Cardinals beat reporter. 90% of the content on the website is free. Website just had a little redesign. No big deal. We're all getting ready for the NFL season. You should, too, pick up some gear at the Merchandise Locker now. Absolutely. And then also check in on our friends over at OG's Brands. OG'sBrands.com, full breakdown of all their products and everything they got going there on their website, OG's Brands, O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com. They are tapping into nostalgia when you think about it. High summer temperatures. You think about ice cold, refreshing pink lemonade. They got those pink lemonade gummies. They're here. They've been available for the last month. And you need to tap into this limited time flavor. Fresh tangy lemon, hint of red berry, and plenty of sugar. Just how grandma made it and stirred it up for you. But this Aww. time, was grandma dealing out gummies? No. With fantastic <laughs> cannabis experience. Probably not. Probably not. But OG's is. And, uh, of course, you got to follow them at OG's Brands on socials check out the fruits check out the creams now you've got the mixed bags you can figure out which flavors you like the best plus they've got that happy balance strawberries and cream the cbd thc ratio one to one right where a lot of people find that happy balance ogsbrands.com find them at your local dispensary and you got to be 21 years or older to purchase uh, quickly here, Marlon Mack, according to numerous reports uh, including Aaron Wilson on Twitter visiting with the Arizona Cardinals uh, we thought once upon a time, maybe it was Josh Jackson sniffing around that position group. I like it, although not a huge fan of Marlon Mack at this point in his career after his torn ACL, he's bounced around Bo Brock. Significant or no to be looking at a back at this point in the offseason? I, I was thinking about it today just on the practice field. I, I think that uh, this team is going to add a running back that's not part of this group right now that's going to make this team. I really get this sense of that. And I don't know if it's if Mac is the guy or not, um, but, you know, he was 
he he made an impact in his little short stint there in Denver last year. You had 16 carries for 84 yards. That's over five yards per clip. Now, I know that's a pretty small sample size, but he's over four yards per carry in his career. Came off an Achilles injury, which is never easy, no matter how old you are. But I, he's guy. He's a guy that's experienced, and he's a guy that you know I think can play. Also, like if you're thinking about spelling James Conner, it would probably be on third downs. I think Marlon Mack would be a decent third down back for this team. Yeah, I'm, we're still waiting for the Kareem Hunt shoot to drop, but I think it's a pretty big indictment on Hunt that Drew Petzing, who was his um, quarterback coach last year and is very involved with that offense with Kevin Stefanski. Not even a phone call at this point. I've not heard one thing. I've reached out to people. Kareem Hunt, not on the Cardinals' radar right now. You all are on our radar, though. Like this video. Subscribe to PHNX Cardinals wherever you get your podcasts. It's a banner day for the show. When you add a player and a person like Greg Dortz to what we do here, man, oh, man, it doesn't get much better than that unless you're at Red and White on Saturday and you're doing a, a live postgame show with number 83, Bo. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, join us tomorrow at the uh, BetMGM Sportsbook, hanging out all day long, drinking, eating great food, uh, one of the more elite menus you can find in all of the West Valley is the BetMGM Sportsbook. Plus, we got a cornhole tournament. It's coming to a close. Johnny and I, we're going to absolutely dominate. We, we were like Hollywood, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. We just never got together during the regular season, but we're, when 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 there's a title on the line, we're going to be out there uh, putting bags in holes, and it's going to be fun. So don't don't miss out on that. Uh, join the fun, um, and also I'll tell you all about how JG kind of got on me today. Uh, I forgot to get to that, but we'll get to that tomorrow. Good old Jonathan Gannon. He's uh, he's not just trying to hold his players accountable and responsible. He's getting after the media members as well. Good. God, you guys are so soft. Uh, all right, everybody in the chat, we love you all. Thank you so much for the support today. <laughs> Leave a comment on this video. Leave a like. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. And we're back on a football Friday. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Peace.